2: We're back. Told you we'd come back. It's Donna and Steve. Doubt at us. 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer I Am Grant. All at your service till 12 noon today. We've got some music news. Give me a
1: beat. It's time to talk music.
2: I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. you like Huey Lewis on the news? This This. is the beat? I thought this Dolly Parton story was kind of interesting. So, can you imagine turning down the Presidential Medal of Freedom, like it's offered to you, and you're like, ah?
0: I cannot. I cannot <laughs> no, I- either.
2: <laughs> well, here's what happened. She talked about it on today with Hoda and Jenna, and they brought up President Obama admitting that he screwed up by not giving Dolly the medal. And then saying that he would call Joe Biden about it. So they asked her if the call has come in. And she said, well, I actually have to be honest in all fairness. I got offered the Freedom Award from the Trump administration. And I couldn't accept it because my husband was ill. Then they asked me again about it. And I wouldn't travel because of the COVID. So she said, now I feel like if I accept it, I'll be doing politics. So she said, Mm. I'm not really sure because that would be the perception and perception is reality in this world, you know? So I just thought that was really interesting. Hmm. Like if you get offered that award three times and you turn it down, you're probably not going to get another offer.
0: That (laughs) could be
2: right. Dolly, we need you to have this award.
0: You know, maybe she'll feel like she could accept it now having spoken about that. You yeah. know, kind of you say it out loud, it robs it of its power. Oh, no,
2: I like that.
0: Because had she not said it, then it would be easy to say, oh, this was a political choice, but now she's talked about it. And then when she gets her Presidential Medal of Freedom, do they get to speak on a microphone? Do they get to say anything?
2: I believe so. A lot of people speak about them, and there's performances. Yeah, then
0: she could get up and even, you know, quickly uh, disarm her that
1: in a moment as well, just yes. by
2: being
0: her cute little dolly self.
1: <laughs>
2: yes. yes. You're right. That she's, would be awesome. She
1: could easily make it not political. Very true.
2: Very, very true. And
1: she's not the only. Bill Belichick did the same thing recently from, he rejected it from yes, Donald he did. Trump too. But I
2: think that was for a political reason. It was, yes. <laughs> right. it
1: definitely was. A little different, but still. Whereas, you know, and listen, to get, to get to
0: get regional here, you think of Dolly Parton, a lot of southern fans of hers mm-hmm. and if you figure out where's the map blue where's mm-hmm. the map red great mm-hmm. you point You understand why she's thinking of sure political isolation that that could make some people feel that is a great Maybe I, even I, from a business standpoint
2: right well absolutely um i have to say i do love watching the um the show when they you know because it usually airs like on pbs they re they record it, and then play it back like a month or two later. And it's always so good. Remember, um, I remember when Tom Hanks received the award, it was an incredible presentation. Um, when Julia Louis-Dreyfus won it, she had the funniest speech. It was so great. Do you remember that, Steve?
0: I don't really. When
2: she was like, you know, I was asked if I could come and, and speak, and I was like, uh, oh, the traffic to get to D.C., <laughs> what a hassle. And then they said, But we want to present you with the award and she was like, Oh no problem, I'll be right there, Ah, you know. On my way. Uh, She was very funny. Anyway, so I just thought that was a very thoughtful response on Dolly's part when it comes to I bet she's
0: she's gonna get it offered and I think she's going to accept it. I think you're right. Because she went on to say, I don't work for those awards. I don't work for those awards. It'd be nice, but I'm not sure I even deserve it. But it's a nice compliment for people to think that I might deserve it. <laughs> so that's a yes.
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, are you a fan of Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi?
0: How could you not be?
2: That is a good one. I have to say, a, that is one of their better songs. I do like Wanted, Dead or Alive. That's a really good great one.
0: Great love, love And it's so fun to play on GarageBand. Or uh, rock
1: music, rock star. Rock, you mean the on, guitar Grant. thing? Yeah, rock. Yeah. yeah, Garage Band. Absolutely, Guitar Hero. Guitar there Hero. There
2: there you go. Rock band. Not you Garage got there, Band. You garage
1: got Band is there. on Macs. That,
0: that is a uh, Mac uh, recording software. Yes.
2: Anyway, so you know, in light of some of the music that Bon Jovi has been putting out lately, <laughs> I find it interesting that John Bon Jovi says that he didn't think that that song was. Good enough to like make the cut on their album. Here's, here's a clip. Listen. Oh, we don't have the clip of him talking. My bad. Sorry, that was me. It's,
0: no, it's okay.
2: But he basically said he didn't think it was it was good enough, and it turned out to be one of their biggest hits. So kind yeah. of interesting, right?
0: I went to look up the chords just as we were talking about this. Oh. And in my uh in my brain, I searched living on garage
2: oh my gosh that was how that all got confused. that's crazy steve
0: it's look it's fine i'll play it during
1: commercial break that's really now.
2: impressive okay um Billie eilish is talking about her next album she was doing a little q and a and it looks like her next album is gonna have 16 songs on it
0: oh that's a lot
2: that's that's doesn't that feel like too many if they're all good, that
0: sucker. Yeah, I'd say I'm gonna crank out a couple more and do two album releases in the next twelve months.
2: But then again, Taylor Swift's um, folklore—that's got a lot of songs, and every song is really good. Sure, really good. But you don't even buy albums, so it doesn't really matter. No,
0: no, who does? No, I don't even. I do. I, oh, I guess I do buy songs, though. I'll do insta-downloads right here on this show. If we hear a song that I like it, I'll just go open up iTunes and purchase the song right then and there. But no, not not an album. The The last album, the only album that I have downloaded beginning to end in the last five years, probably ten years, is Oddly by Kygo. In his mashups that he did, he did one with Tina Turner One with Whitney Houston, one with a bunch of other people, Marshmallow, all that. Selena Gomez did one, too. Yes, and I did that whole album.
2: That's interesting, because I never, I shouldn't say never, I almost never download individual songs. Oh. I want a project. I just recently got the Chris Stapleton album. I got the Springsteen album. I got the Taylor Swift album. And they're great beginning to end
0: and you like listening to them the whole way through to sort of get a feel for the fabric of what they made 100
2: percent i want i want a full body of work i don't mm. want i don't want just little samples of what you're putting out but i understand that people don't buy music like that anymore and it's just yeah. it's too bad because so much thought i think goes into releasing these albums as a project for these artists
0: yeah they should shift their thinking
2: yeah probably
0: let's just make the coolest collection of songs like for instance if you're billy eilish there and you're doing a 16 song album i wonder how many they have in their head that they think will actually be singles that pop culture will take on not that that's the only thing that's important to them but that's certainly what generates income for them and popularity and the stickiness of it which translates to ticket sales concert mm-hmm. revenue etc mm-hmm. what's she open for three with three i, I think she's already success? released
2: i think she's already released three So, And I don't mean, like, probably every song is available on the internet at any time, but an official release to radio is what makes something a single. And I think there's already three out, because she still hasn't put out the album with the James Bond song.
0: One more question about that. You worked in music radio, right? Yep. How is it that they determine which ones will be radio singles? Does the studio push out a fourth but then radio says, yeah, we don't like this. We're not going to play this. How does it stop? Because you would think that the artist and the, certainly the labels would be so self-interested and self-indulgent that they would keep pushing out one song after another saying, let this be the next single, the next single, the next single. Yeah,
2: I don't think they, they release all of them unless it's an exceptional album. I think they if you could get three singles off of an album and you usually release one before the album is released, that's that's pretty good. And then you release it to radio and then the program director programs it in. And if it performs well, then it gets to stay in a, you know, a more heavy rotation. And if it doesn't, then it drops and then it just fizzles out on the chart. Thank Hmm. you for asking. We got to go. All right, let's go. Hey, uh, when we come back, if you want to bring back an old favorite TV show of yours, maybe you might consider creating a parody Twitter account. I will tell you why I mentioned that. As it pertains to Frasier, when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hey, we have a sponsor for the Donna and Steve podcast. It's Chill Boys.
0: I love my Chill Boys. These are the most comfortable pair of underwear boxer briefs that I have ever worn in my life. The bamboo material, super, super soft. Really cool as well. Let me speak to the, the waistband, though, for a moment. Uh, in most men's underwear, when you wear the waistband, it folds down as though it is submitting to your roll of fat, <laughs> or mine in this case, that is forcing it down. Down, but guess what? My showboys underwear do not do that at all. The waistband stays where it should, which makes me feel more comfortable longer.
2: Also, no wedgies, no chafing, yes. no yes. odor. It's because that bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties. It's so cool. It's great for biking, hiking, golfing. I sent a couple of pairs to a friend of mine who refs hockey, and he sent me a text thanking me and telling me how comfortable they are, especially the uh, performance boxers.
0: You sent underwear to a guy?
2: Look at the time. Isn't
0: he married? He's a married it's man we're talking about.
2: Yes, it's my best friend's husband.
0: All right, we'll get into that weird story a little bit later on. You can find out more at Chillboys.com. Chillboys, comfort where it counts.
2: Donna and Steve show on my talk, 107.1 Everything Entertainment. You like Frasier?
0: Love. Well, yes. yes. Love the show. theme song. Love the theme song. <laughs> the theme song.
2: But not the show?
0: Really? I... I have enjoyed the show and this is the show, Donna. Remember I've said this a couple times. I want to re watch this show from beginning to end, because when I watched it the first time through, I was a little it was I was a little younger. I don't think I appreciated all of it. Mm -hmm. So I want to sit down and go through it. Yeah.
2: Especially being in radio. Yes. Been if I had a dollar for every time I was compared to Roz, (laughs) I'd probably have like seven (laughs) dollars. Who's going to say? Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the producer, by the way, on the show. But anyway, I guess they've been talking about a reboot for quite a while. And now it looks like, I uh, I think Kelsey Grammer has wanted it for a while as well. And it looks like both he and David, uh, David Hyde Pierce... We're both in, but unfortunately, they both have projects going on right now. But Paramount is looking at this idea Mm. of bringing it back. And one of the creative team members would be this guy who runs this Twitter uh, account. It's kind of like a parody Twitter account. It's very good. Okay. It's uh, at Frasier Contempo. And he's got like all these funny lines, you know, from Frazier. And it's like, for example, Frazier and Niles get drunk while wine tasting. <laughs> Fraser, Oh, dear. Maybe we should get a cab. Niles. Why? Are they out of Merlot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a whole right. bunch of like little one liners and those kinds of things. But his latest one, 21 hours ago, it says, oh. holy crap, it worked. And then he links up the an article in deadline. It says Fraser sequel series, I'd buy Paramount. Wow. And his um it, he he calls his account Frasier for Hire. And his description is trying to get staffed on Frasier. Great with bits, terrible with story. For hiring inquiries, contact at Joe Cristalli. So oh, see, that's fun. That's very exciting. Well, and
0: Joe's friend, Katie. Uh, said, my friend Joe started this Frasier parody account when we worked on Last Man Standing together. Ah. And he used to bully me into liking his tweets. Now he's behind the Frasier reboot. Bullying works. And I think that's beautiful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's uh, funny. It's funny. So to be right. continued, because like I said, if anything were to happen... It probably wouldn't be until 2022 at the earliest, but that would be really fun to revisit.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trijani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... It'd, guys. Be, it'd be great but I'd be hard to cuz like in my eyes most of the comedy in that show came around his dad. John John Mahoney Maloney, yep. what was it? Maloney? Maloney? Mahoney? Uh, Mahoney
2: Maloney. He was great, oh, he he's great and he's passed away. Yeah, so that
1: I mean, I'm brilliant I'm, actor. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I really can't wait to see it cuz I I grew up on Cheers, parents favorite show, love it. And I would love to see Frasier come back, but I really wonder how they're going to do it without the dad.
0: You know, I um I thought that I saw two years ago, a year ago, at least a year ago, Kelsey Grammer, wasn't there a photo of him walking out of a building and he had sort of a a, a script in his hand and it said Frasier on it. So to hear that this is getting steam again, but to hear that there could be like conflicts schedule-wise with Kelsey Grammer and David Hyde Pearson, maybe that's COVID-related, that whatever they were going to do got pushed off, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like I'm having a little bit of deja vu here. 'Cause it seemed like the that picture made people believe that Kelsey Grammer was in on a reboot if it did happen.
2: I think he is.
0: Yeah, he's been kind I thought of... you said that he no, wasn't. I no, i I thought you said is. that there were schedule conflicts, so they oh, weren't sure what direction well, they were going. He just
2: wrapped up a show. Um, do, 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 do. he did Money Plane last year and um I call it, uh oh, David Hyde Pierce. Oh those three names. Um is tied to an HBO series right now called Julia. So hmm. it's not that he's not, he's been attempting okay, to get good, it revived. Good. Yes. It's just that they might have to wait until twenty twenty two. All right. And I also loved um what's her name? Oh God, what was the housekeeper's name? Oh God. Roz. She's uh, so great. Not, Roz? No ross no. no Roz. No, nope, Roz was, was the producer.
1: It was the love interest of his brother, too. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yas Quinn and and lived with them.
1: Hang on. Jamie Tarras?
2: Nope. Oh, my God. This this is so annoying. Daphne. Daphne.
1: Daphne, But what is Daphne's real name?
2: Daphne's Jane Lee. Jane Lee.
1: There you go. No,
2: just don't. Anyway, so that would be very exciting. And it's going to be sad without Eddie, because Eddie passed away also.
0: Yeah, right.
2: Freaking Eddie, we got to replace him. Anyway, um, I wish I had more time to talk to you about this, but...
0: Oh, baby, I hear the blues, a Colin's Our salad and square booties. This is the one that I have a vision of for whatever reason. <laughs> this is how simple my brain is. I walked into our bedroom one night. Both bedside lamps were on. It just felt cozy. And then I said, and we never watch it. We have a TV in the room that we never watch because the baby's still in the room. Feel free to judge me. And I said, you know, I really want to watch Frasier up here in this bed eating Chinese food. That is the vision that I have. So That's when the cute. baby moves out, Fraser's going on, lo is going in my pie hole. And All I'm right. going to have a good old time.
2: Let us know how that goes. Oh, I will, Don. I'll That's FaceTime you. That's awesome. Hey, uh, there are new listener rewards for the month of February. February. <laughs> uh, for example... A chance to host a private movie screening at an AMC Tree. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. all we've right. got gift cards to shops. We've got gift cards to restaurants, all sorts of stuff. So you got to get registered for rewards. Then you can listen on the stream, of course, or on the app. Uh, just make sure you enter to win at mytalk1071.com. Okay?
0: Okay. Hey, let's play a game.
2: Feeling lucky, punk?
0: It's getting closer. It is getting closer. Uh, Anybody can play along with us right now. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, a little pop culture quiz where it's me versus Donna. But you get to play. Who would you like to bet on me? Please, Donna, don't do it. 651-641-1071. Nobody knows the topic except for I am Grant. He will reveal that. When we return after the break, call now, 651-641-1071. It is game time on Donna and Steve on my time.
2: We're back. The Donna and Steve show. Let the games begin. It's time to go to college. 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 It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like Quiz Ball. Three trivia questions
1: to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's the smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grunt. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys, here we go with the 22nd edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And with a score of 11 to 10. And with Kyle's help yesterday and his vast knowledge of the Kardashian-Jenner family tree, Donna is creeping back into the series. The good score of 11 to 10. And today on the phone, we have Tracy from Brooklyn Park. How you doing, Tracy? I'm doing great.
2: Hi, Tracy.
1: Hello, Tracy. Hello. All right. Well, Tracy, today... You are playing for a My Talk T-shirt, all right? And Mm -hmm. our topic today is name that celebrity sibling. Hmm. Think famous celebrities who have siblings that work together, right? Mm -hmm. But for the clue for this one is think the less famous Mm -hmm.
2: sibling, okay? Okay. That's my one clue to
1: you guys. Think the less famous sibling. All right. Now, Tracy, who would you like to play with, Donna or Steve, for today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge?
2: Well, I love you, Donna, but I think I'm going to pick Steve today. Thank you. This that's is okay. awesome.
0: <laughs> I know I need the help now. Donna is in fighting shape in 2021, and I, I need all the help I can get.
2: All right, get the I guess hell out I of here, leave. Donna. Okay, <laughs> yeah, fine. I got to get my mask on. Hold Don't be on.
0: just a hanger but on I, her. I, all right, she's trying to cheat. I,
1: that's exactly right.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. No, Donna,
0: you're, <laughs> you're supposed to leave. She does protest too much.
1: Okay, Tracy. So I'm going to ask Steve the questions. As you know, this how this game works. Wait until the end to see if he needs any of your help. Okay. Okay. All right, Tracy. Steve, as and you know how this goes too. But here we go. Uh, this celebrity sibling appeared with her brother in the cult favorite film Donnie Darko in 2001, and she received much wider recognition for playing the character of Rachel Dawes alongside Christopher Nolan in The Dark Knight. Katie Holmes. This sibling is an American actor who's known for his roles in films such as Idiocracy, Old Uh, School, and The Royal Tenenbaums. Luke
0: Wilson, Luke Wilson.
1: This celebrity sibling is an American actor who appeared alongside his brother who starred in and co-wrote the film Good Will Hunting. Say it again. This celebrity sibling... Ben Affleck. Okay, the first one. Read it real quick. This celebrity sibling starred alongside her brother in the film Donnie Darko, and she played Rachel Dawes alongside Christopher Nolan in The Dark Knight. Skull, oh, no, oh
0: I know her, I know her, and I didn't get it out, and that's okay, and I'm not going to say, oh, oh, but wait, I have a lifeline. But you have a
1: lifeline, my friend, Tracy, yes.
0: and it is the the sister
1: of uh, the the
0: the Gyllenhaal. It's Maggie Gyllenhaal. Okay. Maggie, yes, that's that's great. her name, right? Okay, that's mm-hmm. it. She was recast. Katie Holmes played uh, Rachel Dawes in The Dark Night, and then was recast for ScarJo. Or no, Batman Begins then Scarjo. It doesn't matter. Mm-mm. We got it right. Way okay,
1: we're ready to go, guys. You're good with your answers. Good with the answers. All yeah. right, let, let me talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to go grab Don.
0: <sighs> so what's on uh, what's on tap after this? You're going to win this game. You're going to get a shirt, and then you're going to do what today?
1: Um, I am going to uh, continue working from my little corner hovel in my house, and <laughs> uh, oh.
0: Oh, wonderful. And, yeah, I
1: just got out of inpatient alcohol treatment. So. Oh, good
0: for you. How are you feeling?
1: Awesome. Good it's for like you. The That's best gift I can give myself.
0: Oh, that is so cool. You know, I always think back to when you bring that up. Um, Brad Pitt a couple years ago at one of the ceremonies where he won some award, and he thanked Bradley Cooper, who he said helped convince him to get sober,
1: and he said every day has been happier since then. Good for you. Yep. So true. Thank you. Very, very good job there, Tracy. Okay, so I'm going to have you, we're going to ask Donna now. So if you could just wait till the end here, and then we'll get back to you guys afterwards, all right? Okay. Donna, you ready?
2: Nope. Nope. Mm -hmm. All
1: right, here we go. Okay. This celebrity sibling appeared with her brother in the cult favorite film Donnie Darko in 2001, and she received much wider recognition for playing the character of Rachel Dawes alongside Christopher Nolan in The Dark Knight.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, it's uh, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal.
1: This sibling is an American actor who's known for roles in his films such as Idiocracy, Old School, and The Royal Tenenbaums.
2: Um, I don't know which guy it is. Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson? Uh, Luke.
1: This celebrity sibling is an American actor who appeared alongside his brother who starred and co-wrote the film Good Will Hunting. Uh.
2: Ben Affleck's brother. can't He's a pretty good actor, that guy, that Affleck.
1: That, that Affleck, yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah, he is, he all is. All right,
2: this sucks.
1: Sorry, Donna, but you did not win today. Congratulations, Tracy and Steve. You got all three right. Casey Affleck yeah. was the last one. Casey. But good job on Jake Gyllenhaal and Luke Wilson, guys. Those were great. We have... One tiebreaker. Oh, it's, wait, was
2: it Jake or Maggie?
1: Or Maggie, excuse me. Oh, it was okay, Maggie. Okay. You're right, you're right. I apologize. i got a oh, little excited. I'm excited about my audio clue here for the final one. And Tracy, we would like you to play with us along here. So if you know who this... I'm going to play a clip, and I want you to name this guy's brother. That's it. Okay. So name this guy's brother. All right? If you know it, say it out loud.
2: I'm the dude. So that's what Jeff you call Bridges, me, Bo you know, Bridges, um, oh, Bo um, Bridges. Or, nice job. Uh, his dudeness or or uh, duder or uh, you know El Duderino,
0: if you're not into the whole brevity. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: uh, ah, so funny! <laughs> it is the best. Do you have a job, Mister Labowski? Oh.
2: <laughs> what day of the week is it?
1: Oh. Well, oh, congratulations, Tracy. Tracy, hey.
2: thank you. Hey, Tracy, congratulations on the game and on um on your, your new beginnings. Well, thank you. You got it. Much appreciated. Have a good rest of your day.
1: And stay on hold for us. I'll get your information real shortly. Ah, Mm, ah.
0: 12 to 10. (sighs) (gasps) 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 Good
1: job, Steve. Thank you, Grant. You got some work to do. Donna?
2: I would have gotten Casey, just so you know, if I had like 10 more seconds. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, and everyone knows it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> how do you do with games like during a game night you know when there's the hourglass timer do you do you say like all right hang on i need a buffer this this sand no, i'm going pretty down, good i'm like pretty this.
2: good with games the no i really am i'm not like the kind of personal throw what really makes people mad is i'm usually not competitive i'm usually just like you win and they get mad because they want to gloat yeah you know and i'm like cool <laughs> yeah you suck cool where you go, Donna?
0: Is what that, kind of game nights are you playing?
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know you charades. Suck. You suck at Trivial Pursuit. Do you hear me? <laughs> <Right>?
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm
2: very sad.
0: No, oh, no, Donna, you'll be fine. I just
2: don't want to be the laughing stock. Well, <laughs> you are. <laughs> you kind of are. And you always have been. Uh, if you're going to be watching the big game. Can, do we do we have to say no, the big game?
0: We, no, we can say Super Bowl. We, we can write this. it? No, what you can't do is you can't use it in promotion that would theoretically be making you money. You can use it in the context of a okay. story, oh, but okay. you can't say, uh, hey, tomorrow on the Donna and Steve show, we get you ready for the blah, blah, blah. Why not? Because then There's that a- is promoting the next day's episode where you would be promoting people to watch within the context you oh, can use it we were told well, within teases you can I'll,
1: I'll let them hey I'll grant
2: let them i'll so, let them know okay Thank grant
0: you.
2: all right grant
0: grant whenever okay, you want to whenever you yeah. want to turn off your microphone yeah, you can but if you want us to listen to <laughs> your side bad, of the conversation guys. we think that's enjoyable My too bad. who was that blow we <laughs> did get a
1: caller we've got a few callers calling in who said i let you cheat apparently
2: oh oh did you
1: because you i let...
2: are way more lenient than anybody we've ever had host this game well we got ryan
1: well that's true. But, no, uh, apparently I let you, uh, when you didn't, you, you, I guess people are upset because you told our, your lifeline the answer. I didn't know that that was not doable.
2: No, it's only up to the listener to, to give
1: the button. answer. So um, so
0: you don't verbally, proce- like, does, are we supposed to go offline at that point? Like, you cut Donna's mic, only the phone call speaks. And I say this out of curiosity because that's what we're gonna I do. usually don't have lifelines. They I usually think, go with I think yeah, I
2: think maybe we should. That's so you can't
0: verbally
1: process and at all. And they get them.
2: the final word on what the answer should be.
1: There you go. But mm-hmm. he did get the tiebreaker, so if it was tied, guys, he won the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So we did the uh, phones were lit up, so I'm getting definitely. <laughs> yeah, listen.
0: <laughs> yeah, people like an grung. underdog. <laughs> people Yeah, first of all, they love the underdog story. I am Apollo Creed, I am Ivan Drago, she is Rocky Balboa. She will win in the end. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Not really. Anyway, if you're going to be watching the big game, the CDC is saying no yelling out loud at the Super Bowl. They want you to use (laughs) noisemakers.
0: All right, CDC. Just sit back and see if that works. All right. They don't don't even want people yelling with masks on?
2: I don't know. You're not going to be wearing a mask. Who are you kidding?
0: No, No, at football games, they really implement that.
2: Yeah, but you're going to be in your house. They're talking about people in the house at their house where however you're watching it. Okay. If you're at a party, which you do you Okay.
0: Right. In your own house they mean this, or just if you're at a party?
2: If you're with among other people who aren't part of your normal bubble. That is my understanding.
0: Now what about doesn't Governor Walls tell us that we can gather with ten in the same household?
2: I guess. I wouldn't I don't want ten people in my house. I'd let two people in my house if I absolutely knew where they, you know, trusted them. I should say. What if there
0: was what if there was a third? A third person showed up, they got the invitation out of whack, didn't realize that'd be fine because
2: we could spread out. Like we could be six feet six feet apart. (laughs)
0: <laughs> in your big mansion no it's could he, not we that could I, just, out. I have a long distancing. i
2: just have a long kitchen so oh, somebody could no. you. <laughs>
0: thank you very much
2: i have a long kitchen we don't have to be sitting on top of one another we can put our chairs six feet apart for three people anybody could do that in their house mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just, for the day, I think I'm done saying anything about COVID-19. Okay. okay. I'm going to go buy a whole big bag of noisemakers.
2: <laughs> All right. Good luck with that. Can I just do this before we uh, take a little pause? Yeah. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show, show is getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody tips it. on the show getting tipsy. Everybody, tips it. It. Everybody <laughs> on the show getting tipsy. Okay, I just wanted to tell you that you could win a million dollars. There's a new John Cena ad that will be airing during the big
1: game. Super Bowl.
2: That too. <laughs> and uh, listen to what he has to say. Oh, okay.
1: Uno memento, por favor. Jeez, you're in timeout. <laughs>
2: I am. Right now.
1: I am totally in
0: timeout. Oh, yeah, he's just laughing away on the phone over there.
2: Yep, making, I'll tell him. I'll let him know. Making friends. Yeah. Don't worry about us over here. <laughs> just trying to do a show. Just trying to be professional. Here we go. 33, 34,
0: 35. Hi. I'm Hi. John Cena, and I know how to count. In fact, knowing how to count could change your life on Super Bowl Sunday. Like, help you win $1 million. If you count all the bottles of delicious Mountain Dew Major Melon, our new watermelon flavor, in our commercial.
2: Ooh, so what do you do? Like, I think you pause it. Okay. And then start counting. Like, counting. how many jelly beans are in the jar?
0: Oh. And then maybe you go put it... What do you text the, the, the number I th- in I or think something? he'll
2: tell you all the details on the big oh. game day.
0: No, now it's irritating. <laughs> you mean during the Super Bowl?
2: The big game. A.K.A.
0: They, they outlawed us from saying it for a couple years. And then when the big game came to town in Minnesota a few years ago, we once and for all were like, we need clarification on this because we need to understand when can we and when can't we.
2: We'll get back to you on that. <laughs> we got to go. Uh, hey, when we come back, Michelle Pfeiffer revealing... She turned down the part in Silence of the Lambs. I think, Steve, you might appreciate the reason why. Oh. And I watched a really short, lovely little show, 27 minutes long, I think it was, Mm. on Netflix yesterday. I'll tell you about that coming up next on My Talk. Hey, don't forget, today is Tuesday, so we're taking your confessions. That's coming up at 11.30 today. You can call us uh, at that time, or you can send us an email if you would like to take part.
0: You can go to the Facebook page as well. The question that we posted there reads, "What? <laughs> what's the most embarrassing thing that you've done in front of somebody that you just met?" And this mm-hmm. comes from this Kelsey Ballerini story of meeting uh, Miranda Lambert and essentially hemorrhaging at the mouth.
2: Yep, pretty much. Okay. Yep. All right, great. It was the whole thing. So we'll get to that coming up at eleven thirty. Right now, I watched a, uh, I watched something really cute on netflix that was recommended to me by my friend olivia happy birthday olivia hey olivia um and it's really cute it's a it's a it's a short film and it's called what would sophia loren do and it's mm-hmm. a very sweet documentary about this um this woman from new jersey who grew up in an italian family her name is nancy vincenza kulik She's a mother, she's a grandmother, she's a spitfire, um and she spent her whole life admiring Sophia Loren. Mm. And it's a little documentary that kind of talks about the parallels of her life to Sophia Loren and her movies and how they influenced her. It's just a cute little a cute little piece of work. And it has a really cute ending which I really love. Hmm. Um, I really love how short this was, um, and I have a little bit of the trailer for you.
0: Oh, wonderful, Donna! You yeah. know when the children, when they had a problem, and they'd run it by me, I would often ask myself, "What would Sophia Loren do?" What would Sophia Loren do? Why well, I me? Mean, my parents—they went to the Italian movies. And I remember seeing Sophia Loren.
2: Now there's a lady. I wouldn't mind looking like her. She depicts a very strong woman. And that really inspired me. I think that the steps of my career have been really very hard. How many things have we all had that happened beyond our control? No matter what, you have to go forward. She never gave up. That's courage. That's strength. What really counts is your belief in life, in people, in everybody. It just gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling.
0: And you said it's only 27 minutes long? Yeah, I
2: think so. Right 27 minutes. Less, it's less than a half hour from it's start to... less than to... an
0: episode of Cobra Kai.
2: Yes, <laughs> queen. It's an episode of Ted Lasso! Yas! It's just very cute. And just knowing these kinds of families from, you know, in New Jersey, huge Italian-American uh, area of the country. So a lot of my friends, parents came from these... You know, she talks about, you know, her, her friends growing up would have, say, for breakfast, uh, cereal. And they would have this big elaborate breakfast because food is so important in, in, right. in uh, Italian families. Italian families. yeah. Yeah, so it's just, it's just very cute to hear her talk. She reminds me of so many people that I have come across growing her, up.
0: Her full name, Sofia Villani Colone dame grand cross
2: i think it's really cute grant just said to me she's she's from um grumpy old man
1: the second one yeah, that's, yeah.
2: and my, i go and then i thought he was talking about the woman in the documentary and i'm like what oh yes.
0: yes
1: yeah that's my only experience with her and it was a great one growing up i mean she did sure. a fantastic job in that movie if you
2: look back at her as a young actress like in her 20s just awesome Powerful. Unbelievable. I mean, she is gorgeous and uh, really good. I think her son just directed her recently in one of her, mm, I don't want to say final projects, because I don't know if she's going to be working after that or not. But
0: uh, The Netflix drama, The Life Ahead. Eduardo yes. Ponti, her son. And that's part that.
2: of this documentary as well. So mm-hmm. they squeeze a lot into this. You know, this half-hour show, There's talk of loss and love and uh, wandering eyes in a marriage. Her husband's a part of it. Uh, what streaming service did you say this was on? Netflix. Netty. <coughs> it's just short and sweet.
0: Well, that's good. I didn't even know it was a thing. So, good job, Donna. Oh,
2: no, thank you. Thank you just... to my friend, Olivia. Olivia. Olivia.
0: Uh, okay. uh, let's talk about Michelle Pfeiffer. So she turns down a role in Silence of the Lambs. So this
2: is the role that Jodie Foster had,
0: right? Who did a great so, job
2: in it, and you've never seen it, which is I just know some confusing. of the things.
0: I know. I think Anthony Hopkins eats skin and really enjoys Chianti. That's what I know about it.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michelle
0: <laughs> uh, Michelle Pfeiffer turns it down. You say I will like the reason why.
2: Yes. Um, Here, let me tell you why. Because we don't have a clip of her. But we we do have a clip of the final scene. But uh, first, let me tell you this. She was offered the role. She passed because, A, it scared her. (laughs) She said, I was uh, trepidatious. There was such evil in that film. And she said, it was that evil one in the end. That at the end of the film... Evil ruled out, and I was uncomfortable with that ending. I didn't want to put that out into the world. Hmm. So here is a little bit of the final scene of Silence of the Lambs.
1: While Clarice, have the lambs stopped screaming? Dr. Lecter. Don't bother with the trace. I won't be on long enough.
2: Where are you, Dr. Lecter?
1: I have no plans to call on you, Clarice. The world's more interesting with you and him. So you take care now to extend me the same courtesy. You know I can't make that promise. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. He's eating that person? Aye.
2: That's what is implied there.
0: He is eating that person. Yes!
2: He's eating like the prison warden, I believe.
0: Wow, I'm having an old friend for dinner. Whoa. (laughs) Uh,
1: Mr. Hammer and him are hanging out, huh?
2: Yeah, because he he escaped, so (laughs) there's the evil. That's funny. All right. (sighs) On that note. Let's take a breather. (laughs) All right, let's take a breather. We'll come back, and um, we've got some entertainment headlines for you.